Welcome to Techno and Travel, the podcast of Tunes and Wings. My name is Sabine Spätling and today I'll take you on the musical journey of Oliver Huntemann. The German techno legend Oliver Huntemann has traveled a lot in 2018. In addition, he released the first part of his propaganda remixes with many international artists on it. An interview about traveling through the techno world and the influences from back home in Germany. So in this interview, we are talking about his year 2018 in review, the propaganda remixes part one and two, his favorite city Hamburg and the techno scene there his opinion about the claim underground electronic music, the travels with the family and his little son, his favorite festivals, the Senso sound showcases, and last but not least, his goals for 2019. Enjoy! Oliver Huntemann, welcome to our interview. It's one of the last interviews for this year and <laughs> I believe a lot happened in your 2018 so how has the year been for you? Uh, the year has been uh, super exciting so I was um, yeah I was traveling so much uh, this year I don't know I can't remember I don't I cannot count the flights anymore. And as uh, my, my last album, Propaganda, came out um, in November last year, so uh, one year ago, uh, all the, the impact came in, uh, since um, the beginning of, of this year and uh, the promo touring and not so much in the studio anymore, but uh, yeah, other things uh, have to be done as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you were already talking about the... Things I wanted to dive deeper into in our interview. One is the traveling part, and the other one is um, yeah the propaganda remixes. The yes. first part came out on November thirtieth, and the next part will be released in February next year. And um, in this remix, there were many international artists. Um, just to name a few, it was Alex Stein. It was. Um, Mark Howell, and a lot more. So I, I had a deeper look into the artist's origin. So one is from Egypt, the other one is from Brazil, <laughs> the other from Canada. Um, would you say that you can hear the diversity and the different um, cultural influences? Um, no, I don't think so. Um, for me, it's like the, the more the, the, the diversity of, uh, between the artists uh, uh, themselves, but not from 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 the culture. Like you expect for for, for from uh, for example for Brazilian um, artists like Alex Stein, more uh, Latin influences or so. No, he's very tight and uh, techno, and also Chalosin or Rexen from from Egypt. As uh, you don't hear these influences there. So straight um, techno or tech house uh, in their own way or electro but um, as the techno uh, or electronic scene is so so close to each other so they they have their own uh, identity i think and and uh, they don't belong to folk stuff i, I think they they love it uh, they they have their own culture inside but uh, when it comes to techno they have the te techno culture inside 
if I can say it like this. <laughs> Absolutely. And I mean, the, the good thing is that this music is really connecting people worldwide and Absolutely. door opener for like-minded people. So, um, yes. And would you say something about the part two? Um, what can people expect about it in February? Uh, yes, there's, um, I think it's five remixes on, on, on that issue. This one had uh, seven. And there's artists like um, Furcoder uh, on, on that uh, issue. Andre Winter, my, my uh, studio partner, is there, my long-time partner. And uh, yeah, some, some uh, other surprises. So this um, yeah, is coming uh, on, the, on the second yeah. Uh, one. Yeah, I especially love the one from Andre. It's super powerful and um, yeah, when I play, it's like killing it. Yeah, that sounds nice. Um, and coming back to the reflection of the year um, in terms of travel, you mentioned that you traveled a lot. What was one highlight and or maybe country culture that impressed you most last year? Oh, that's so difficult to say. There were so many parties, especially over the summer, um, that I cannot pick only one. I mean, um, the opening of Blue Martin uh, Ibiza in Dubai was uh, very special. And um, my Australia tour, it's usually I play once or twice a year in Australia, is always like huge, huge. And um, yeah, maybe these two are standing out a little bit, but... Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't like to pick it because they're mostly very special and different. And um, yeah, this over the years, um, yeah, there were so many big parties. And, yeah. uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a bit of a shame because when I travel and um, sometimes I, I'm flying back for, from the weekend on Sundays or Mondays, and then I think, oh, the Friday is already so far away, mm. and uh, it's just flooding through your fingers. It's um, sometimes such a shame. Yeah. So <laughs> that's, uh, that's why it's sometimes so difficult to, to remind um, which is the best party of the year, for example. Yeah. And you can hear your baby in the background. Hello. Yes, he, he's, he's, he's talking because he, he sees me with the telephone. He has his telephone and is like doing the same like me. Yeah. So are you taking him with you during your travels or some of them? Uh, some. So we try to... to um, Combine it a couple of times, but it's not possible always. So my wife is also working, and but uh, for example, we did um, this year um, Bali and Thailand together, mm -hmm. and um, I'd also take a few times off as, if possible, like now in Copenhagen. And she likes to travel as well, and um, yeah, that makes it uh, easier. Yeah. And our son doesn't have uh, any problems with flying, so he has a huge account already. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. So that's also what, what uh, Thomas from Panpot told me in our interview. His daughter already has a frequent flyer, um, a frequent traveler card. Yeah. And I really like this because it really expands one horizon, right? Excuse me? Um, it I... really expands one's horizon when you're traveling a lot, when you're already a kid, right? Yes, uh, um, I think so. Um... 
there's, I think, a difference between business travel because you cannot stay so long usually. Mm. Uh, sometimes you can combine it, but uh, you cannot stay everywhere like, like you want. But travel in general opens uh, the mind and uh, for kids also, also, they're learning the language, they're learning new cultures. But uh, so with my job, I don't see it so... Well, for, for no, I mean, if they would come uh, to my gigs, it's impossible. So this is just stress and uh, more travel than enjoying the the the, the new cultures and uh, don't know food, whatever. Yeah. And uh, I cannot do this um, to to the family. But in general, I agree. Yes, and uh, if you're smart enough, then you combine it. <laughs> right. <laughs> and your upcoming gigs will be in Vietnam, Istanbul, and some in Australia. Um, you mentioned, I don't know if this is right, please correct me if not, it will be your first time in Vietnam playing, right? Yes, that's right. Ah. Yeah. So yeah. what do you think will expect you? How would you think the culture will be? Um, I have no idea. I mean, I've been to Thailand, I've been to Asia a lot. I think it's not a big um, difference. Um, but I usually go to, to new countries without any expectations. I just uh, let it go and um, I like to see the people, to watch the people and um, well, so go to the markets. And I don't know if I have time to do this because it's a tight schedule. I have to be the na next day in, in, in Berlin. It's just uh, only for, I'll, I'll be there not even for 24 hours. It's a shame, but... Um, Yeah, um, and I don't have any idea because it's, it's the episode festival. It's also my first time for, to play for these guys. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'll see is what's there, going on with that. Is there like one special festival um, memory that you have from this year? From this year, festival... I was uh, when you said festival. Uh, I was with Strawberry Fields. What this yeah. was not this year. This was last year or yeah. the, year, the year before. Um, But I really heard good things about it. It's a yeah, it's, radio, yeah, right? it's, um, yeah, it's amazing. It's, it yeah. has this fusion uh, feeling, but in Australia, in the, mm -hmm. in the uh, countryside, and uh, uh, super amazing. Very nice. Very special. So from the whole wild world back to your hometown or the town yeah. where you live right now, um, Hamburg. Yes. Um, wh what do you love about this city? Why did you, because a lot of musicians are um, moving to Berlin, <laughs> what made you stay in Hamburg and what is so special about the city for you? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm uh, a northern light. I'm from the north of Germany, so I'm I'm born in Hanover. I grew up in in Oldenburg, which is close to Bremen, and then I moved to Hamburg, and I feel so comfortable in Hamburg. I like it. So this is like coming home. I immediately uh, relax, and um, so to me, I like this understatement uh, yeah. of Hamburg. And Berlin is all about like don't know. I like to go to Berlin. It's just by train from my home from my. Home, really, my home is just uh, one hour and 40 minutes by train. So yeah, I live great. close to the station and this is um, super easy. I can go whenever I want and I can do my gigs. But um, I was never like, I, I have to live there because everyone is yeah. moving to Berlin. And uh, what I saw some, for some artists was good, for others not because they are not so creative anymore. So I don't mm. hear anything since they uh, live in Berlin. Um, there's not so much output anymore. 
Yeah. And for me, Hamburg is like I have my friends, I have my my hood and uh, my studio, all my my office, everything. And uh, yeah, I feel very safe and and comfortable with uh, the surroundings. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I never felt better than in Hamburg. Oh, nice! That's a good feeling. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hamburg is not really famous for techno. Um, nevertheless, there is still a small scene. Um, tell us a bit about it. Yes, I mean Hamburg ha used to have a big scene back then in the 90s, so it was really uh, one of the leading cities, and also especially for music. But uh, when the the all the major companies, the record companies like Universal, Warner, they moved to Berlin, that it broke a little bit. Um, but I mean, the dynamic is coming from Hamburg and uh, the Smallville guys. Um, it's not that we we have the Park Club and Moloch, uh, so there's things going on it's not mm -hmm. too far away from uh, the berlin scene i think the only thing is we are not uh, uh, in hamburg it's not like uh, seven days a week yeah so it ends in monday yeah. <laughs> which is long enough so you already mentioned two clubs what are the spots there you would recommend people to go there so I would recommend, so the most underground uh, uh, clubs are is uh, Moloch and Südpol. Mm -hmm. They are, but they are not open uh, regularly. So you have to know when they open. It's very like, I don't know how they communicate it. The, the uh, lineups are only um, um, announced at the club if they, and then we have, uh, I think the most successful club is uh, the PAL. Mm -hmm. It's more the, the heart attack, uh, you know, style like Ostgut, uh, Berghain. Mm -hmm. um, they have many artists uh, from this. And then we have the Übel und Gefährlich. It's like yeah. the old bunker but this is more venue which you were for special parties not for regular nights so there's mm -hmm. uh, yeah we are doing our sensor nights uh, twice a year uh, there yeah yeah you already mentioned um sense of sounds um your label and the claim is it's all about the underground dance music so do you think that underground really still exists in germany because i had this discussion in my last week's podcast with um rude hagelstein mm -hmm. and he's really um pushing that movement in berlin because i mean berlin um, techno is really really already let's say commercial or um, yeah um, really broad and um, popular um, what is your opinion about it yeah this discussion between underground overground mainstream yeah. whatever is like since i do do techno in the uh, early 90s this is always uh, the big thing but you're right what is uh, uh, underground what others is, is uh, um, don't know avici is overground for sure <laughs> but uh, is uh, Kyle cox or richie harton i don't i don't buy it is this underground because i mean they um, they reach the same amount of people and um Underground means to me like um, if you're really like the I don't like so much the music police because it's not about the feeling. So sometimes you just have to let go and then you play maybe things with melodies and uh, in in combination and it still can be underground because mm -hmm. the whole vibe the whole set is um, underground and I don't need to push something. Special and I mean, is Berghain underground? <laughs> It's one of the biggest and most famous clubs in the world, but they are standing for the underground. Mm. 
you know, because it's dark and I don't know, it's a super club. They have great artists, but I think we should not talk about underground, overground, because uh, for many people, I'm very commercial overground. And um, for others, uh, I'm super underground. Yeah, so I think it's yeah. also the, the the question from which scene you're looking um, at this topic, right? Yeah. yeah. So this is um, like I'm. I mean, I have my style, and I don't need to to I don't approve myself, so I can do what I want. What I do is, I think I may, I try to make songs, but without so I, to make tracks with a song structure. So. Not mm. many vocals, but the structure. I have one lead element mostly, and uh, but if, if it comes to others, they are just doing tracks. This is too boring for me. I mean, in my opinion, yeah. everyone can do this, and uh, I'm too old to. No, I always try to improve myself and uh, find new challenges within my style, which I mm. and. Um, Yeah, this, this discussion is like, uh, why? So just, it's about for your personally good or bad music or the energy touches you. And then even a very commercial artist can be a, a good artist and can make, I don't know, I cannot say good or bad music because this also depends on the audience or on your personal yeah. um, um, uh, taste. Uh, I've, I, for a long time, I don't talk about this and but many people think they're underground but they're also not underground only because they're behaving yeah. so it's uh, the same like this vinyl digital uh, discussion yeah. so no one is a better dj because he plays vinyl and also not because he's uh, just pushing uh, buttons it's mm -hmm. about the music and if you find uh, the, the art of of djing is find the right music at the right time to make drama to um to catch the people in the end it's uh, you're not making the music only for yourself uh, because you the DJ is also happy is also happy if the crowd is happy mm. so not to dance is not an option because if you love music you're open minded that is true absolutely and with with um, your label senso um, sounds you also had different showcases around the world like um, in istanbul for example um, this year yes um, where are the showcases planned for next year do you already have some destinations in mind yeah we are always doing our um, uh, showcases at um, this off week Mm -hmm. And uh, yes. now there's, uh, they're dividing it in two weeks, I think, or two weekends. I don't know. They changed something with uh, Sona. There's one weekend with, uh, with Sona and the other weekend is off weekend. I think okay. we're doing two parties there. And uh, we're supposed to do one in Beirut, but uh, I'm going to play there in January. But it's not the sensor party. I think the next time will be. And... Um, I'm pretty sure we do in Istanbul again. And um, I don't know what my agent has in mind. So because he's always uh, in this, uh, working on this. Yeah. Yeah. So for Beirut and Istanbul, I really would love to join you. I think, um, yeah, it's an interesting scene. And um, yeah, the people I think are really excited about this music because um, techno is not that at least in Istanbul, is not that popular there. So people 
are really excited about um, the gig, right? Um, the scene is big in Istanbul, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw it growing since 10 years, where it was really little. But um, uh, Istanbul and now the other cities as well is uh, a big techno scene and uh, super enthusiastic, comparable to uh, Argentina, where you don't think mm. um, uh, this is like a techno capital, but Cordoba is like crazy. I mean, in, in, and uh, this is in, in Istanbul is also like, I don't know how they came. There was from one year to the other, it was like a big thing in uh, Turkey, as, and especially Istanbul. I love this city and the parties are always um, outstanding. So and yeah. uh, you may, uh, you asked before of, uh, to uh, my favorite party. I think the sense of party. I forgot about it in uh, Istanbul. The twenty four hours party um, at cafes um, was um, more or less the best one. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I really should have a closer look um, into Istanbul. Yes. I had the feeling. <laughs> also, Beirut is uh, like yeah. uh, I expected, like a bombed city when I uh, mm. went there for the first time, and partly it is, but um, they have the best clubs in the world. I mean, this Ibiza is nothing comparable to some clubs in uh, in Beirut. It's, uh, yeah, incredible. Nice. Yeah. And yeah, I love these these surprises. I love these surprises when I travel. To you expect nothing, or maybe like a small show, or and then there's thousands of people, high tech club, but with so much creative creativity. And mm -hmm. it's like I'm standing there with the mouth open after all these years. I mean, I'm DJ since yeah. um, I know almost 35 years. Yeah. Yeah, and right, you are a part of the techno scene um, in Germany since right from the beginning, let's say. Um, what would you say which, which cities or eras influenced you most in your sound? What is the sound you could identify with or hmm. um, yeah, inspired you? Uh, that's, uh, I, I don't know. I, uh, I was never thinking about... This I of course I get inspired always by by gigs mm. and by by music of others also other genres. I grew up in the eighties, so this is obviously um, uh, uh, one of my influence. I didn't stuck there now, but I I try to uh, take it to yeah. another level and I don't yeah. use the old uh, uh, synthesizers anymore. But um, I had this when this electro um, thing was. Um, in, in, in around 2000 with 37 degrees, my FIBA album. So I used many of these instruments, but uh, I don't mm. do this so much anymore. Maybe I got, I, I come from the 80s from electronic music and I think this is my, my, um, earliest inspiration. And now I'm listening to other stuff and, um, uh, get inspired by, yeah, many things. Yeah. Yeah, nice. So, one last question. <laughs> um, this is the outlook for the next year. Um, yeah, what are special things um, apart your part two propaganda remix um, set? Um, yeah, maybe some releases or trips that you're looking forward to in 2019? Uh, yes. Um, so... For, for the moment, um, yeah, we're planning the tourings. 
like usual. This is not, not, not nothing special. And I'm already yeah. working uh, in the studio for new um, stuff because uh, since the album was out, I was not in the studio anymore. And now um, I'm, I was just last week in the studio for the first time. And then in January, I continue working on this for new singles. And my focus is still on Senso, finding new artists and uh, bringing new stuff. And yeah, nothing special. I try to relax a little bit more. That's a good thing. And yeah. have some time for your family. Yes, right? that's what I just want to say to more family. Yeah. And uh, yes, bring this together. So yeah, that sounds nice. So thank you very much. Oh, thank you. My pleasure. And enjoy the time with your family now. Um, your son is calling. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> was so funny <laughs> sorry for that yeah. again <laughs> no worries i really like it <laughs> okay, great <laughs> so um yeah all the best for you enjoy the time off um during christmas and new year's eve with your friends and family and have a really good start into the new year thank you very much that's count that counts for you as well thank you so much <laughs> bye 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 I hope you liked this podcast episode and get some interesting insights into the life of Oliver Huntemann. I hope you can enjoy the days before Christmas and New Year's Eve with your friends and family and not be too stressed. One wish I have for Christmas is um, your feedback on uh, iTunes maybe with your review or like on the channel there. Thank you so much. Enjoy 2018, the last days, and um, looking forward to meeting you again next week. Thank you for listening. Rock and roll and stay tuned. <laughs>